Right on, writers, and welcome first-time viewers to the Books by Adrian Author platform. This is Typewriters Podcast, an after-show to Livestream Sunday, where we follow up with our guests of the week and sort of unwind a little bit uh, before we, we sign off for good. Uh, so welcoming back today, our, our guest, it's going to be the uh, Brit Pack. Uh, I, again, I am your host, Adrian Santiago. And uh, if you are new here, please like, comment, subscribe, do all that good stuff. My uh, debut novel, Mythic Shadow of the Spark, has just entered the editing phase and is getting closer and closer to release. So uh, look forward to that. And if you're at all interested in that, sign up for the newsletter. All that stuff is down below in the description. All right, let's not waste any more time. Let's get our homies back out here. Boys, I'm just gonna bring you all out at once. Adam, Martin, Richard, Colin, welcome back everybody. Hello. 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 Hiya. Hey, how you guys doing? Uh, how was uh how was live stream Sunday for everybody? Absolutely. <laughs> oh, now you're going back away. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Long time ago though. Yeah. There we go. That's better, Love right? That. that was nicer. All right. Is is this the uh, first uh, typewriter you've had on the typewriter podcast? No, it's nice to see. Well, no, it was yours though. Yeah, yeah, it was the yours was the first one. That's right. Yeah, uh, yeah nice I think you'll it. find that was the books by Adrian podcast, the very last one before the rebranding. That's true. Oh, so this one is the first one for typewriters podcast. Very true. Uh -huh. gotcha. After the rebranding, Martin, it's nice right, to see right. your your relic, and then your, and then your good self. At, wait, what? Yeah, yeah, oh, that is the relic. Really work. You, you no, wanted to set it up the relic. you were yeah, right. to the typewriter and then claim me to be a relic, which yeah, you did that's... not do. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was the thought that counts, wasn't it? And this <laughs> is why you write uh, architectural horror novels rather than comedy. Oh, yes. Right, like this, oh, man. <laughs> it's, all in, it's all in the timing. The ancient art of timing. <laughs> we have... Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> to quote to quote Anthony Aloysius Hancock, uh, my ears are like two broad lamb chops under his earphones. <laughs> I didn't quite know what to make of any of that. Well, actually, I loved uh, it. I loved it. Tony Hancock, the radio ham. Yeah, he actually says that after sure wearing his earphones. His ears you know, are like two broad lamb chops. Yeah, I feel that. When you when you take them off, you really feel the difference. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I hear Martin's more of a mutton chop kind of guy. It's been said. Mm. Yes, now and again. I like yes. lamb chops myself. Well, yes. on the subject of food, I like yes, but she was very good. Yeah, <laughs> Here was we go. Go, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sherry Lewis so, and hey, lamb chop. Yes. Adrian, I got the impression from the stream that you are not familiar with uh, Lord Tennyson. Lord, no, I don't think you, I you, you reacted as if I'd made a joke name. Uh, you, you, you aren't familiar <laughs> with to seek, to strive, to search, and not to yield. Did we you know, I, write the... Uh, from uh, Ulysses. Char which, Charge uh, of the Light Brigade. I, I, feel, yeah. I feel very targeted right now. I feel <laughs> yeah, very man. singled out. Uh, I, I, don't like, I don't like it. Uh, no, um, I, I honestly don't. I, I have some sort of gap in that area. <laughs> Yeah, he wrote a, po um, a poem about Ulysses, which is technically the first fan fiction. <laughs> yeah, it would be, yeah. It was also used as the memorial for Captain Scott. Oh, right. So oh, well, they, went, they went all the way out there, did they? Yeah. I thought you were going to say Captain Scarlet for a minute, Martin. Yeah, I, I, was, I was also going to be controversial and say, is the New Testament not really the first ever fan fiction? <laughs> I mean, it's a bit controversial. I'm just saying. I'm just. I yeah, mean, it yeah. may not be. Do you remember it, th th this is the one really that I good. didn't use last night on the live stream or yesterday afternoon in the live stream? I was yeah. we're talking about banned books, and what I was actually going to say is, well, if you're going to ban books for their content, surely we should start with the Bible. Yeah. And I decided not to say that on the Saturday Ooh, afternoon. No, yeah, live probably stream. very smart not to. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. We struck down by I'll, I'll bleep it out of this one, and then yeah, everybody's going to wonder just, what did he say. It'll just be yeah, like a bit. Exactly. Beep. We can keep this going for ages. I mean, come on. That's the beauty of the pre recorded podcast. We can go back and cover our tracks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I think, you know, banned books is a, a big one that's not long been brought to my attention. 
yeah. being a passionate, and I do mean passionate man. Yeah. Um, so I've heard. Yeah, that's what she said with him. Um, <laughs> I think it is. I mean, it's a problem. Um, now, I, I, in, in our good friend Barrett made me aware of a different sub kind of section of banned books. Mm-hmm. It was more classic books that I'd heard were being banned. Things that you know my father was taught in school. Books that I've even read. You know things like 1984 or Mice and Men, um, The Great Gatsby. Yeah. Um, oh, what's that? What's the other one? The other one, uh, The Grapes of Wrath. These are important books, guys. Like, mm-hmm. these are important books for a number of reasons, way beyond just it being a book. Um, and, you know, on this on the subject of, of well, if we're going to start banning books, let's start with the Bible. The thing is that the people who are always trying to advocate for the Bible don't actually read the Bible. No, they don't. No, they and, don't. and one of my, like, favorite videos online was this dude, like, took... Um, uh, a King James Bible and he wrapped it up in the cover of a Quran and he walked around like asking people did you know that it says this in the Quran and he would read them like different passages and when they're like shocked and appalled like oh my god he's like actually it's the Holy Bible and they're like Wah! you know like they freak out because it's, it's like it's too much for their brain and their mind explodes it's like they don't read it they have no idea what's in there <laughs> no but hey ho that's come one controversial subject we can get rid of. What's the next one, chaps? Yeah, how about we move, we bounce right yeah. along? Okay, right okay we'll walk silently away from that. All right, Richard, Richard, what, what book is that? Talk to us about that book. That is, this is my actual copy of Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets that my nan bought me in 1998. The reason I started with the second book is because we couldn't get hold of the first one. Oh, really? Has that been banned then? Yeah. Um, well, I suppose it could be going along those lines. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, well, I think at the yeah. time it had just sold out because it was suddenly popular. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My guy, you've got a network of like authors in America that can get a hold of that book and just like ship it to you. Like, I'm, I'm you know, we're, we're happy to do that for you, dude. Like, I'm, I'm happy to do it for you. It's not that. I'm sure I've got a copy of it somewhere. Actually, I think you're fine. You can't get it in America. Really? <laughs> yeah, the, 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 all the all the American ones have this misprint right on the front page. The oh, well, Sorcerer's Stone. They call yeah, it the Sorcerer's yeah. Stone. I, I didn't see where you were going with it at first, but of course that's where you're going. Apparently, philosopher is too big a word for Americans. Which is yeah. weird because they had no problem ten years earlier when they published Indiana Jones and the Philosopher's Stone. <laughs> is that a thing? That's an Indiana Jones tie-in book from a good couple of years before Harry Potter. Wow. I didn't know. That's where she got the title from. Yeah, Yeah, she stole the title. The Philosopher's Philosopher's Stone is an actual historic thing. Yeah, it's... She references. Yeah. It's like Excalibur. You don't don't start calling Excalibur something else. It's Excalibur. Well, well, no, unless they rename the film, then you might. Like they did with Star Wars when they gave it the chapter. Mm. it's funny because when when i first started working on like the that graphic novel that i never finished with my buddies um we we had like a really cool title for it that we were really excited about and and i had checked around to see if anything like had anything too close to it or whatever and i had found one that was like this little independent comic that they put two issues out of and never continued further. It was just a uh, single Good author. It, it, and it was about vampires. And and our book had nothing to do with vampires. We had the same title, but nothing in the subject material was even remotely close. So I was like, it's fine. Like, you know, they, they, they this was years ago and they didn't even finish it. It's, it's fine. And, like, as soon as I told people what the title was, like, ten minutes later, they would text me, like, did you know that there's this other thing that has the same name as the thing? I'm like, oh, it, doesn't, really? it doesn't matter. <laughs> I have no idea. People, people get, Mine, like, so locked on that. You know you know how many movies share the same title? Oh, yeah. With each other? Yeah, but but I, have, I, I would say, though, it's always a good idea to uh, take your working title and your character names and just do a Google on them. No, yeah, sure, absolutely. Because if there's, but, especially but if there's something really big... you can't copyright and... a title, you can you? No, um, yes. yes, you can. can. No, you can't. Yes, you, you can. can. You can. 
you can in the music industry. And the only oh, yeah, reason I know I'm, this I'm is because... And literature you can't, but in the music industry apparently you can, um, because Sting, just to bring everything back to Sting as one does, uh, Sting's latest album is called The Bridge, and there is a famous Billy Joel album also called The Bridge, and when you, you look in the um, inside of the, whatever you call it, where the lyrics and that are, there is actually a letter that Sting wrote to Billy Joel saying, I stole your title, but then I realised that you didn't actually fully copyright it, so it's all good. Uh, and it's a little back and forth between the two. Um, so, Colin, you're completely correct, but I just wanted to let you know that in the music industry, you can. There's um, countless songs with the that same sounds like, That sounds like it a seems to be too far songs, A bridge too far? No. Over, over, over troubled water, perhaps? <laughs> Colin, whilst it might not be copyrighted, it still might not be the best idea to release a, your book if it's called The Matrix. Oh, maybe. <laughs> Foundations. Yeah, okay. exactly. You mean this one? Mm-hmm. You got to know what you're up against because you Martin want to be was the very helpful that comes with that. He helped me avoid a big. Um, he helped me avoid a big snafu with that one because I nearly called my reader magnet foundation yes, singular, no, and he yes, said, no. and he said, oh, "You have a problem with that?" Which he said, "I said, am I?" And he said, "Do you want to Google that?" And I said, "Okay," <laughs> and then I did, and I put an S on the end of it. I realised it was a um... trilogy by Isaac Asimov. That's the one. Wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could have ridden on the coattails of Isaac Asimov, but that may have been but a great thing But that's the thing, he's going to be the first thing that comes up when they search it, not you. You want to be the yeah. first thing that comes up when the, when they search it, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. There is a bit of a trend I've seen with indie authors using titles that uh, have words in common with more popular books. Yeah. And mm. uh, it, it's one of those things where you're like, Oh, that, that's a bit cheeky, but it's not actually not not allowed. Yeah. Forty nine um, shades of pink. <laughs> Thirty eight <laughs> steps. That that sounds like a real thing, Colin. That's a real book. It sounds like a real book. No, but it could be, couldn't I'm it? Sure it's coming true. soon by Colin Clark. Yeah, yeah. Come, come on. Oh no, it'd be Sabrina Love that, Trumpet. That's that my romance. The, uh, my background romance lighting. Name. Yeah. Sabrina Love name. Crumpet? Is that yeah, what you I was said? actually, when I once, I was going to write Mills and Boom Romance, and that was my uh, pseudonym, okay. Sabrina so, Love Crumpet. Uh, my romance pseudonym would be Regina Hurts. <laughs> so, Adam, if you had to pick a romance pseudonym, what would you go for? Regina. Honestly, I would just use my own name, because obviously I'm the one with the biggest balls here. <laughs> I would just use my own name. Let Adam Stevenson, did you have it? I wasn't or... allowed to use my one because it was already because someone had already taken Roger Moore. <laughs> <laughs> or I could just be cheap and go for something like Toby Chimmins. You know, the name of my first pet and the name of the street I grew up. Toby Chimmins, there you go. Romance novelist. But um And if anyone wants to read Adam's email, you've now got his password. <laughs> you now know the answer to his security questions. Oh, yeah. Yes. Well, that that famous, you know, that famous one from Midsummer Night's Dream. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yep. Brunch. That's it. But yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to go with uh, Regina Hertz. Yeah. Yeah, and I hope Hertz is spelled H E R T Z. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hertz is in the sausage. <laughs> oh, oh Fritz, Fritz Liebling. <laughs> Fritz Liebling. There's another good one. That's a good one. A good one. Do, I was going to go with um, I was going to go with Dixie Normus. I could <laughs> I could go full like incognito something like Hasim bin fucked. And his sister has she been licked? And when and when they ask like what does she do? Like well, I don't know like. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, yeah, I like it. Yeah. Um, Mind- Mindy Twin Fingers. <laughs> what? Mindy Twin Fingers. Wait, are you yeah. looking them up now? 
<laughs> I, I'm just wondering. <laughs> okay, for the for the older older listening audience members or watching audience members, I'm going to say this: Richard should write a Carry On movie. It should be called <laughs> Carry On Card Boot Sale, and I, and I, and I think I, th- I think it make I think it make a billion. It, it, it just well, rings them off so quickly. It'd be certainly better than that one that they did last. What was that called? I, I never the seen last it. Carry On movie. It was dreadful. Dreadful. I've never I seen it. I know the one you mean, but I've never seen it. For, for those who don't know, Carry On movies were full of double entendres and sexual innuendos and play on everything. Can we just stop on. to admire the, we... the amazing term in itself that is double entendre? I mean, it just rolls off the tongue. It really yeah. does. We have we have something very similar, Adam, in in Latin American culture. We have these movies that are essentially like almost like hidden camera show clips, all sort of tied together, where like people are just kind of pranking people in real time and putting silly music over it. But but they're like feature length movies that they release in theaters and stuff. It's weird. <laughs> What, what Does anyone remember here, by the way, when You've Been Thrown used to be filmed on that rotating house set with Jeremy Beadle? Yes. I remember Jeremy old. Beadle, yeah. It, it, so it I'm just trying to imagine uh, Latina Sid James and uh, Barbara Windsor. I did see part of a Benny Hill episode once that would had been dubbed into Mexican or Spanish. That was quite amusing. Interesting, interesting. That was probably pretty interesting having dubbed over. Uh, would have been. We don't need uh, dub him because it was funny anyway. I met him, so he was a nice fella. Sounds good. Do we have any, Adrian? Have you got anything you'd like us to cover, or are we just going well, to just go out this thing? Well, are we well, just going to talk? I've been waiting. I've been waiting for like lulls like that. I've been waiting for lulls like that. No, no, no. I, well, why wait for those? They're not going to happen. Well, I mean, that's part. That's part of the reason why you invite the Brit Pack onto your show is that you guys are just kind of content generators. I can just let you guys go, and you just talk, <laughs> and I don't have to do anything. You literally dude. talk politics. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. Dickie, do you think Republicanism is going to take hold? Or do you think uh, Charlie Do you have to go straight to Republican? Like, can, can we work up to that shit? Like, it it, it, it does right mean what it? you think it means. Oh. Oh, you mean should we get rid of the Queen? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, well, we, absolutely. We, well, we yeah. wanted to wait long, to be honest. Yeah. True. Yeah, after, I mean, after I put the song on the live stream Sunday, you guys are gonna yeah, like, I, I, I'm not exactly a royalist. I'm <laughs> the, sorry. There's a fucking flag, dude. Uh, like, no, it was but... I've got mine. I, 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 I do tend to uh, get on Richard's nerves if we like if Brit Pat gets too patriotic. I just say, <laughs> I, I, I just feel it, it, it veers too close to the national front. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but Martin, yeah. don't you remember yesterday at the O2 how my eyes widened when I walked into that tourist trap that sold flags? <laughs> I, I should have yes, got it... a picture with you by them all, but uh... no, I cleared the shelf, really... didn't I? Mm. I was actually I'm re- having. I'm a Republican. I was having lunch with my wife in a restaurant in France a couple of years back, and the couple at the table next to us heard us speaking English, and she goes. Uh, uh, you're in- oh, I won't do the accent because this is going to be broadcast. Uh, but like, you know, you're English. <laughs> oh, oh you know, we're English. And they're like, what, what do you think of uh, your royal family? And I didn't, you know, ask why they specified ours and don't take exception to the Dutch or the Norwegians or the Swedes having a parliamentary monarchy still. But it's like, well, you know... What else are you going to do? And who's going to decide that? Who, do you, who are you going to put on stamps? Who are aunties going to have on biscuit tins if we don't have the monarchy? <laughs> who's got time to arrange all this? Let's just stick with the system we have. It's a very American question, isn't it? That whole, like, well, what do you think about your government? That's just something that we, like, you know, like, it's it's always like a shit talk starter. So we're always poking people with it. It's <laughs> French. It's fine. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Not being funny, he probably he probably just held up a napkin and said, "This is the French flag." Oh, oh, oh! oh. oh. Now, now, I mean, 
I know it's a podcast, but they know where to find you, Richard. Because <laughs> you tell them all the time. Shots. Bonjour, U.S. Sutton. <laughs> Man, can you throw bombs on somebody else's channel? Why do you got to throw bombs on my channel? <laughs> because we love you, bro. You're going to start an international incident on my channel? The French have an election at the moment. They're pretty distracted. Are they? Yeah. <laughs> they, they have a what? An election. 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 Sorry. I thought you said hearings going. It's the headphones. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that's what all that garlic's good for. You rub it on the older, you know. The I gotta election. say, for a sausage fest get... like this, it took a while for the first dick joke to show up. That was a good. <laughs> yeah, oh no, the, the first dick joke happened the moment he was wearing mustard. Yes, that's true. <laughs> Dicky had his mustard shirt. That's true. Because his name is Dicky. It took you over an hour to get that joke, Adrian. Because he's a dick. Alright. Dicky by name, Dicky by nature, some would say. Hey man, listen. Like I, I, I play the the very you know like uh, energetic, nice guy on here. But I, I, I'm a very like straightforward person in real life, and so a lot of close people to me are always telling me to be aware of the fact that I'm a natural asshole. Like I think that I'm being very polite, and I think that I'm saying something nice, but what I'm saying is actually really rude. And that's, I that's not the way I thought you were gonna go with that. I thought you were like. I played a nice guy on the podcast. But I'm actually a murderer. You know? <laughs> I chop people I mean, up and I funny. put them in my that fridge. Funny. Surely being an asshole without knowing it is just being an American, isn't it? Sorry? <laughs> Wait, sorry. <laughs> what? I missed that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Say it again. <laughs> that means, I believe you had some format points you wanted to uh, introduce. No. It is I like where this is going. No, Adrian, man, no, that, that's a bleep right there. Cut that, cut that, that's a bleep right. that, I'll, I'll get it in editing, I'll get it in editing, I'll see, I'll see it. I'm really Edit. looking forward to Colin's video where he explains how audio uh, book narrators use that clicky thing to save time editing. I don't, I do oh. that. Oh, so I okay. I just click my fingers, it's so much easier. Yeah. See, I, I used to, way back when podcasts were a new thing and and it was weird to be doing it and, and find podcasts to listen to i was listening to this one podcast uh when smallville was on it was a smallville podcast and the yeah. two like hosts were just goofy and silly i just love listening to them and one of the things that they would do is if they would goof something up the, one of them would always scream edit like really loud into the mic <laughs> and and his excuse was that he would later find it and you know easily with the spike and cut it out but the joke was that he always left it in so he was always shouting edit and, 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 and it was just edit so instead of edit you know, well. yeah. i think i think colin could actually do a good cover of the adams family thing with his clicky fingers clicky fingers clicky fingers da -da -da -da. Yeah, I could. <laughs> Richard, are you suggesting that you are unable to? I can't step... do it. Really? really? I didn't know there were such people yeah, in the world. I, that could yeah. do it. No, I, I do not have that ability in my fingers. Has anyone well, my, my fingers? My fingers have many abilities, but clicking them is not one of them. What <laughs> are the other abilities? <laughs> Well, it's his fingers, his really Zicky, what are the other abilities? <laughs> this Dickie, episode Dickie will never air. His nose. <laughs> <laughs> All bets are off. Just throw caution to the wind because no one's ever going to see this. <laughs> when uh, Adrian said, "I'm going to invite, I'm going to invite the Brit Pack on because they generate content," he didn't realize he was holding a cursed monkey claw. Yes. <laughs> and it used an O where he should have used a U. You Content. <laughs> oh, Colin, you you old bean. You old bean. Are your fingers pretty good with those records? The thing that's going to blow your mind yeah, is you realise the sound. I used to paint my nails. I used to be a hardcore metal man. Your palm. I used to be a punk rock metal dude. I used to, you know. You really <laughs> with that look? How did you fit in? I I didn't have this look back then. I used to. Uh, is it a wig? No, it was just like a buzz cut. It was just like a short buzz cut. 
That I would pay to see. This is the first time that I've ever grown out my hair. Like I haven't, awesome. I haven't yeah, cut yeah, like me too. Grown it out before. <laughs> <laughs> You're just getting started. It's okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I, used to, I used to have hair like that, but then I just saw how cool Chris Kenny looks. That's what you're going for. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. We're going for the uh, let's scrubble to Chris now because we didn't invite him on earlier. <laughs> but to be honest, well, I don't think those, we've officially. Those two cracked me up. Man. Got, got, got them in, have we? They, they were too busy. They were too busy getting married and going to New York and, <laughs> and looking all. How dare they not run the. Well, I've had, I've had Chris on. I'm going to have them both on for an episode next season. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, we, we should invite them into the into the Brett pack and we could call them the Love Buds. That would be their nickname, the Love, love Buds. Buds. The Love, love Buds. 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 Yeah, <laughs> what do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? I don't know. Let's start that again. Oh my god, you guys. <laughs> so is it the love birds or the love and he spelled birds wrong in the chat? No, that's who we see it in Scotland. Bugs, <laughs> where are you? Bugs, you bloody checker. Any bloody subtitles. I'm going to have a stroke in a minute. I. I... <laughs> The subtitle generator is gonna have a hell of a time with this one, man. I'll tell you I, what. I'm just looking no forward idea. to like we're gonna be like, yes, our podcast has finally aired, and we're gonna turn we're on the, the books by Adrian Chan. It's all chopped like, up, it's... and it'll be like this week. Adrian talks to the Canadian pack, and I'm like, oh shit, we've been replaced. And will be like, what have you been guys? What have you guys got up to? Oh, we've been a boost. When you guys are like, why, why did you hear our episode? I said, you do the, you did this to yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> you brought this upon like, yourselves. You're going to need to ask that question. Four AI voices. That's, that's all it. Four AI what voices. Yeah. How are you? How are you, Colin? I am okay. Thank you. <laughs> no, no. You're not improving your uh, algorithm to take my narrating job, are you? <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> and they mash them all to bits with their little knives. That's a very old advert. Nobody about every about every six weeks, I see a post on an author Facebook group of someone going, "Hey guys, has anyone figured out a way to use uh, AI voices to do an audio book?" And uh, twenty posts going, no. "You're not allowed to do that on Audible. Don't bother." <laughs> it's not that they're ridiculous. No. Well, you can you can try it. There are various people who are trying to do that at the moment. Here's a question. You can tell. If you could get one person to read your book, who would yeah. you get? Actor or anything like that? Oh, that's a good oh. question. Call me over ambitious, but I would Even... like more than one person to read my book. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. But if you could pick one in particular to... I will answer this book. question first. I would Even go for Brian. Brian Blessed. Oh, no. Oh, God. yes. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. I can't stand Can you imagine that. Nightmare Tenant read by Brian Blessed? Oh, yes, I can. Oh, that would be amazing. Uh, Let's turn the volume down now. The kids ran up to the top of the tower block. I, I thought no. of an answer. Ooh. No. I would have Danny Boyle read it. Ooh. Because I think it's it's right up his alley. I think he would fall in love with it and want to turn it into a movie or a show or something. Good move. Yeah. Danny Boyle. I'd still yeah. go with Stephen Fry. Mm. Stephen Fry is a good. Yeah. I would choice. go with uh, Will Wheaton, who is an amazing audiobook narrator and one-time Star Trek regular. Mm-hmm. Adam would go with Bill, Billy Connolly. And, uh, and unfortunately, not Billy's in a and unfortunately a very bad health situation at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I would actually go with the cheap. I was going to be cheeky and go, you guys are all going for males. I was going to say Scarlett Johansson. What a voice. You know what I mean? Boom. 
you know, she can read a telephone book. Did I misunderstand the question? Did you mean read it out loud and it is it an audio book? I thought you meant like yes. one person to read it. Oh no! Oh wait, right. no! Read it like an audio book. I thought it was. See, my yeah. answer is like I would want Danny Boyle to well, read Danny it. Boyle read it? Yeah, because I thought I thought yeah. that. I thought yeah, that but yeah. Field, uh, yeah, I, yeah. No, I wasn't thinking about like voice narrating. Oh, voice narration. Okay. I mean, if I'd have one person to read it, that's totally different. Yeah. I mean, okay. I, I, well, I, that's I, a I different answer for me. Yeah, that's a different answer for me. Then hold on. One person to read it, I'd go for Neil Gaiman. Oh, oh, you bastard! You took my answer. Okay. Then I don't want to case... step on uh, Adam's shoes as uh, Brit Pack uh, controversy bringer, but can't fucking stand Danny Boyle. What? <laughs> um, you, you, guys, you guys always gotta bring the co the controversial uh, uh, opinions onto my channel. Controversial What's because I fucking it? love Danny Boyle, bro. Oh, and did you see? What was, his bloody, what was his bloody not Beatles one? That's not how uh, alternate realities work. You don't just get hit on the head and everyone forgets something. Oh, what? Yeah, 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 I've not seen it yet, but oh, I found it very interesting. Um, I found it very interesting. I got a Facebook memory saying that I went to see five years ago Eddie the Eagle. Why? I to that. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. no, I wouldn't want him to read me, but. I don't think Eagle, no. Um, I'm actually going to go... Colin Clark, please, obviously. I think I would want a female to read my book because I have... Actually, I... I have more female character, main characters than male characters. It would have to be a female. Scarlett Johansson was a good answer. Yeah, she was really good. I an idea around that I was just like, oh, this would sound good if Colin read it. Tilda Swinton. I certainly... Tilda Swinton's got a really interesting voice, yeah. Colin's got a very interesting voice. Yeah, he, 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 he does. Colin has got a very interesting voice. Thank you. If only I shut up occasionally, it'd be more interesting. <laughs> you get the same problem as me. The only problem, you know. You guys are um, um, no, if, if I had one person to read my book, as in just to read it, hmm. I'm going to steal someone that I think Adrian will be appreciative of, which is Alan Moore. Oh, I love Alan. Moore. Oh, well, there you the, go. The, the fact that Alan Moore had even knew my name for a split second would blow my mind in probably yeah. my nether regions. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what, what, I mean that that guy talking about like banned books and stuff. How long before they come after Watchmen, the graphic novel? Anybody read that? No, oh, yeah. There's a lot yeah, of blue dick man. in that one. There's a lot of blue dick in that one. Didn't Ooh. they try to ban? What's the what's the what's the comic book that's set in the Holocaust? Mouse. Oh, you got to narrow it down, bro. <laughs> that's the one. Mouse. The one Martin said. Oh, mouse. Oh, okay. <laughs> they, they tried, apparently, someone someone did try to ban that for some reason because apparently upsetting to children. I, I mean, um, isn't there already an age rating on these books as it is? Like, do, when when I was young, there wasn't. Like, I could be. I was very young. But now there are. Judge Red comics and stuff that had, you know, naked women come out of guys guys' arse and stuff. Like what? <laughs> but but now there are now there is, yeah, yeah now, so now like there i don't is, see yeah. i don't understand this is just crazy man that's just like crazy people trying to do crazy shit banning books. yeah well now they you know they they put warning signs on taps so you don't use the hot tap unless you know it's hot oh my god yeah. people are Could you hold your hand? it's one mm -hmm. of the things that pisses me off the most when i'm on a drive down like a very beautiful scenic route and all there is is street signs all the way down telling people not to park there because people mm -hmm. are idiots and park on the side of the highway. But if, if those signs weren't there, the, the view would be spectacular. But instead, we're looking at 30, 40 signs that all say no parking. And I'm just because like, oh. common sense isn't very common. Yeah, like the, the dum dums ruin it for the rest of us. And then, like, we got to live, yeah, well, they, gotta they live do in a nerf world for the dum dums. I remember, you know, the, the geeks shall inherit the earth. Like, yeah, I guess, and I guess I see, like, you know, the, the virtue in the it Bible because there. as a parent, you have kids and they're learning, so you have patience with them. So we have to have patience with the dum-dums, but there's just so many of them, man. There's just, they're yeah, wasn't it George Carlin who said, what is it? Oh, never, he was fantastic. Never be, uh, hold up, something about... How stupid people are in large groups, but I can't remember the quote now. 
Never underestimate the stupidity of people in large, in large groups. groups. I wonder what he would have made of today's the situation. The same as he did of 20 and 30 years ago. That's Him and Bill, Bill Hicks, come that's, on. That's the hilarious thing, man. If you go back and you watch George Carlin's old, like, big one-man show stand-up specials mm -hmm. where he just goes off on government and religion and all that stuff, yeah. every single one of them still holds up today. Every yeah. single one of them, nothing has changed. It's just, yeah. it's, it's intensified, but it hasn't changed. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's all the same yeah. shit, man. It's all the same. What a yeah, bummer of a topic you've let us Let's down. cheer things up by talking I'll... about Nightmare Tenon. Yes. Okay, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. Here's the question, here's the question. The tenant lived at the top of the tower. Who has He's a book alive. coming out soon? Like, who's who's got the next book coming up? Martin. Martin? Dickie. What? Um, Dickie? No. Uh, I, I, may, I might have a book coming out in, like, June. I don't know, I've, I've got um, the McMurdo Rift, my space opera sci-fi, uh, first book in my sci-fi series. It has been perpetually about six weeks away for the last couple of months. Um, it's, is it six weeks um, away? We've had beta reader feedback and we're doing another round of edits and it will go to um, uh, a proofreader and um, then formatting and final cover and what have you. And an actual release plan will need to be devised. Um, In six so, weeks. Yeah, which is doable. But um, Do you need some review quotes for the cover? You wouldn't even do a bloody questionnaire. I'm not relying on you for quotes. <laughs> I've got a review quote for you. This book, things get rifty in here. Yeah, we can probably do with that, that one. No, probably yeah, pass on that one, Martin. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you the advice to pass on. This that will one. take in the rift, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, be a reader. This is a rifty has business. Phenomenal, and I've, I've, rift I've got... him. Damn near killed him. <laughs> no, Martin, I gave you your feedback in person. Yeah, yeah I, I had to track you down and <laughs> get your thoughts on the book. Um, and, uh, yeah, I have uh, got passage <laughs> on a steamship to North America to do the same to Asia. <laughs> a a steamship? on a steamship? Have you gone back 100 years? Oh, yeah, have you seen how much energy bills are? I can't afford airlines <laughs> right now. Mm -hmm. Can't afford anything. Plus, by the time I get there, he might have finished the book. Gas is uh, expensive, too. Expensive. Good he thing we're spelling a lot of hot air at the moment, aren't we? All right, so Martin, no, Martin, so when do you think the book is out? What's the, new, what's the new, like, you know, goal date? Summer 22 is what we're Summer saying. Summer 22. Good. Nice. Good. Nice. Richard, and what about you? When's your next book coming out? I think my next book, which is my new techno thriller, Price War, which I'm really excited about. I'm aiming for a late June release. Fingers crossed if everything goes well with my editor. He doesn't trash it. All right, all right. I'm well, looking Dickie, for a Dickie's late fall. <clears throat> I'm looking for a late fall. Uh, Dickie's going to get his out first. December at the latest kind of release. I want to get out by holidays. So he's going to be out then. Uh, yeah, I think no, I was going to say, so Dickie's going to be released sometime in the summer. <laughs> Much to everybody's release. <laughs> Relief. Um, so then, I suppose the next one will be me. What are you when releasing, is, Colin? What is yours? My horse. Oh, Edit. So, <laughs> Edit. Doesn't work like that. Horror <laughs> short story collection, Flashes of Evil, will be out by October this year. Nice. That could be a horror romance anthology as well. I thought we'd trademarked the Flash title. Hmm. No, you haven't. Colin's going to be hearing from my solicitor. I did change the font, though, Martin, on that card. That's all I did. Or did you change the typeface? <laughs> no, I changed the font. I got one and bought it. Oh, what <laughs> font did you go for? Oh, I can't remember now. It's some silly font. Looks crap anyway. I was going to ask Martin's advice about that. <laughs> he, is what you would call, he is what you would call the font, font of, of all knowledge. knowledge. Font of oh, knowledge. Yeah. Bizarre. 
All right, so we've got so we've got uh, Martin first up, Richard, Colin. Uh, I'm looking at December. Adam, when's your book coming out? <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna keep putting you on, I'm gonna keep putting you on the spot, Adam, because I no, know no, you've no, got no, a great story. no, 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 no. I have a great story to tell, and I want you to tell it. So I mean, I, the way I'm looking at it, my goal is to by the end of May, at the latest, have a first draft done of it's always called in Amsterdam. However, I think because of how I'm feeling right now, because of how things are going, I'm thinking once I finish that, I think that's going to give me like rocket fuel and I'm going to have a first draft of um, Kathy's song done before that and hopefully I'll have it out for people to look at, betas and stuff, maybe by November and I'm hoping for that early, what would that be, 2023 release? All Unless right. something extreme happens and I can somehow get it out for like my birthday, like which would be the end of November, but I doubt it. But the way I'm feeling now, the way I'm feeling about my writing, the way I'm feeling about my life and stuff, I think getting, like I said, getting over that finish line with it was always called Amsterdam is going to really push me to finish Kathy's song. Good. And then who knows? I might end up going back and, like you said, re-editing. It's always called in Amsterdam and get that finished. And then the sky's the limit, guys. Do it, bro. Do it. Doing more. Do you find that doing more makes you quicker at stuff or slows yes. you down? No, no, no. I'm I'm one of these guys where Build people will say things like um, monotonous tasks. I have no idea what that is. So see, when people go, this job's really monotonous. I'm like, is it? I'm loving it. Once I I love structure and routine. Apparently, according to some doctors, I hide behind the structure of it. Whatever the hell that means, but no, I like that. So the more I do it, rinse, rinse, repeat, the quicker I get. So yeah, um, and it helps when you've got people like your good self, Martin, your good self, Colin. And I, I don't know, I don't know what, I don't know what drugs. Am I not a good on. self? No, no, you're on the mate, but but I mean, you just seem to churn them out, bro. You, you know, the kind so, of yeah, keep, make it, let's keep back, the language know. down. We have children present. Oh, it's apologies. okay. I got my headphones. <laughs> But you know what I always yeah. say. We can say what know, we want. We'd have to worry about the little cunts. Yeah. And I know you can do <laughs> this, Adam. Which mm-hmm. is, you can write five hundred words, and then you can write five hundred more. Indeed. <laughs> that could bring. Oh, I think that would be. Yeah, to bring me a more. cookie. They left. Oh, the they left the door open. Give me one second, guys. Let me. Yeah. You guys keep oh, continue vamping. I think you may work. have to edit one or two words in the last. Yeah, Martin, that was a bit much, bro. I mean, that's okay in maybe like Martin uh, on uh, Barrett's channel when he asks you straight up which your favorite. Hang on, favorite Adrian's gone. We can do what we want now. Top <laughs> 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 off. I have to give it to Adrian, publishing an entire T-shirt just to spite you, Dicky. Yeah, it's brilliant. That's it's, dedication. Uh, that it's dedication. one of my it's one of need. my proudest achievements. I, I have to be honest. <laughs> um, I'm not going to lie. I'm thinking of buying one off the store using Please the, the Brit Pack code. Please do. Next, time, it, I, next um, time I get paid. The, co- the code is good for anything in the store. There's, yeah, there's some it's cool more of a, not, not really a, a dig at, um, <clears throat> at Richard, but the job that I do, I, I, I look at Excel spreadsheets now all day and I want to like just take my eyes out and put them in water at the end of the day. Stop I'm the spread, at, man. Stop I work in Excel all day and it's like, um, I'm loving it. This episode is going to get flagged for all kinds of COVID stuff because I keep saying stop the spread. Colin, I don't want to put you on blast, but I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, you expressed interest in, in the past in uh, critiquing the novel What is Ready. Is that still mm-hmm. the case? Yeah, still open. You know that. Yeah, Yay. you know that. Okay. I, so, I've already read the first few chapters. Well, right? they're, there's, they're going to be very different by the time you get this, the, you know, the new edits. You mean out. you're shortening the prologue? Damn long prologue, bro. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I like the prologue, but it I'm was gonna, a bit long. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna. I I'm loved gonna honestly... it. But I knew that Adam had already said it's a long prologue. The way I look at it is, right, and I'll explain this very quickly, Adrian. I don't want to be, you know, I, I don't want. No, I don't want to hit you. I don't want to be Will Smithing you in your own your own podcast, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think with readers, at least at least with me, longer chapters, I am willing to put up with neither the end nor the start. So for the, the biggest example I've heard, and it was ridiculous uh, recently, was Elton John's autobiography. He has the last four chapters 
are the same size as like the middle of the book. And I'm like, why did you do this, Elton? Why? And the reason you've done it was, I think, because you're that invested that you're going to finish it. Even if I shorten it by a lot, it's still going to be the longest chapter in my book. But the, mm-hmm. that that I feel is part of the forgiving factor of it is the fact that, yes, it's the biggest chapter in the book, the prologue. But after that, all the rest of the chapters are basically the same exact short length of, of you know, like 5,000 words tops. You know, what I Which mean? is just... great because that one I was telling you about, Adam, that I just finished reading, 65 chapters. Mm. The first 25 chapters were really short. Mm. One of them was mm. only 200 words long. And then towards the end of the book, every chapter was pages and pages and long. Yeah. Sometimes you yeah. just need that break, don't you? It's I, I try, I try to keep Christ. them all the same. Like that's why I outline the, I outline them all as if they're little like short stories, and I try to keep them all the same. Like, I go for three scenes a chapter. <laughs> I've got my kind of structure really kind of down to a T now, which is allowing me to write faster. Yeah. Oh, and do you know who I have to thank for that? I was about to thank you, Martin. Oh, okay, sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's Martin and his. I think, Richard, I, I think what Martin is looking for is for you to start with Martin taught me once <laughs> to and then whatever it is that there you was do. this guy called Martin. I saw his video on YouTube about using spreadsheets to plan books. So I stole the idea. Spreadsheets before bedsheets. Oh, God. <laughs> I could write an erotic novel about spreadsheets. She spread her sheets. How As he inserted you. his column on my channel, how between her rows. You've been doing the Harry Potter bit anyway on the last chap we were in. With a swish and a flick, Hermione that's, that's polished, polished Harry's wand while Ron watched. Oh, I was gonna say the other <laughs> thing the other thing about the prologue is that um, the characters and this isn't I don't consider this a spoiler, but the characters that you follow in that prologue are the dead bodies yeah, in the first yeah. chapter that the, that the uh, detective has to go on a, a, a case and try to yeah, solve. I think, I think that's why it works for me. Yeah, like that's, I mean and again, I'm going to try to shorten it, but I just feel like it's always going to be really chunky because I'm trying to tell an entire arc for a character in that mm-hmm. one chapter because you're not going to see her again. And mm-hmm. So like, I want her to be a satisfying read and not feel uh, like something's left out or missing, you know what I mean? I should but, probably read these chapters, shouldn't I? Yes. I, I, well, I'm not one to talk. I, I tried starting Martin's uh, a book, and I, I, I'm just so busy. I didn't get very far. <laughs> I, I, I feel so bad because I know he's waiting on Martin's book was 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 quite good. I, it starts off great. I just haven't had the time with with my book going to the editor. I'm starting on the second one. I'm also trying to finish these course things that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a, I'm moving right now. It's a whole thing. So what you're saying you need is more more literal hours in the day. Yes, but nobody's giving them out, man. Yeah. I haven't read Hannah's book yet. I'm halfway through. I've read this for an age. That's something I'm really excited about with this book club, man, because it's it's giving me the chance to actually read some books because I like mm-hmm. I have to make the deadline, so I have to read I may have to make time for it. Uh Colin, I'm I'm looking forward to having you and, and Tyler back uh next time. I will be there, yes, it. yes, because my mate won't only have one evening to clear his flat before. It went well, but time. it was shorter than I thought because I only had two guests versus four. Mm-hmm. So we were able to cover a lot in in a short amount of time. 180 pages by the way. Nice and short. <laughs> you are the you're the king of marketing, Richard. You're the king of marketing. Could have been a novel though, Richard. When I read Could it, have I been a novel. Couple more, maybe I bought another two two chapters, maybe. I maybe had enough story for a novel, but I wanted to get it out there. <laughs> but then again, nobody kills kids like Richard. No, indeed. Well, somebody's no, got to do it. That's it. Uh oh. On that note, let's all say goodbye to everybody. <laughs> uh, Adam, you're first up. Say goodbye to everybody. What do you got going on these days, man? Goodbye, everyone. Thank you for stopping by. Uh, I do have my blog, Adam's Blog of Nothingness, um, which the latest blog should be up by the time that you guys are listening to or watching this. Uh, it's the slap heard around the world. It's my take on the Will Smith Chris Rock controversy. Uh, I'm also going to be doing live streams with 
Colin on a Tuesday and a Saturday, so look out for that, guys. All right, all right. So, sorry, the kids are back in the room again. Okay, Martin, you're up next, buddy. Tell the people at home what you got coming up next. Say your goodbyes. I will be launching my uh, Reader Magnet, the short story withdrawal to my mailing list at bradleylejeune.com. Sign up to get that. And we will be doing Flash Aha on the 29th of April uh, at 8pm BST. So uh, youtube.com slash Faldor for that. All right, all right. Next up, Mr. Ricardo Holiday. Mamma mia. Lost my accent, sorry. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, subscribe to my newsletter for more updates on my new books. Check out Nightmare Tenant by Me. It's quite good, apparently, according to all the people who reviewed it. And um, got more coming. So, yeah, I'll be on Flash of Heart and various other streams. So, just, you're not rid of me yet. And if we have enough votes. He might be the next book on Tuber Book Club. Let's see. There'll be enough votes, don't worry. <laughs> you won't be up against Ken Sean this time, so, you know. That's fine. That's fine. Colin. Yes, tis I, Colin Clark. Uh, yes, you can join Adam and I on The Writer's File Saturday afternoons, 2 till 4, or Tuesday evenings, 7 till 9. Uh, I'm writing stuff. Uh, I'm talking rubbish most of the time as well over on my channel so i don't have a newsletter so sign up to richards it's jolly good i also have a newsletter sign up for that i have been your host adrian santiago these have been our guests the brit pack thank you so much for coming guys uh stick around for the December release of my debut novel. And uh, Sunday, come back for another episode of Livestream Sunday. And the following uh, Tuesday after that, we have the next Tuber Book Club. So come check that out. Mm -hmm. uh, all right, you guys. Oh, I'll be there too. Yeah. Yeah. Colin will be there along with some others. And then possibly others here will be on the next one. <laughs> we'll see. All right, you guys. Peace. Right on, writers. We out. Peace out. Thank mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm.